Like, I, I remember when, um, in March, actually, I was a, supposed to go to a convention with, with Karen. It literally came down to the day before we were supposed to leave. The con didn't know if it was going to continue or not because COVID had just completely just mm-hmm. ransacked everybody's life. I remember. Wait, you know? I was worried about you guys going and you were like, I don't know whether I should go or should I not go? And I was talking to Karen and I was like, are you going to go? And she was like, I, I want to go because I want to, you know, it's a smaller con and I really want to help them out. And, and, you know, it came down to, we didn't even have a choice because it was canceled. The state decided that they were going to do it. And I mm. knew at that point that this was something serious. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because that had never happened before. A, a, a convention canceling the day before the day before yeah no yeah unheard of yeah yeah crazy crazy times for me it was um I had been to Belgium I'd just done Brussels comic-con and then the week after that I did uh Pensacon and I came back at Pensacon they had the sanitizing you know stations and they were they were not monitoring people though. I mean, we weren't touching. We were at that point we we're doing elbow bumps. And this is like the end of February. And so it was right before they were gonna start shutting things down. And I remember being definitely aware of like, I'm not, I can't shake hands, I can't hug and get too close to people, but we felt like we were sanitizing and being as safe as possible. And then a few days after I got back, I, I had a sore throat and I was had a fever, and I was like, hmm. Like, I wonder if I had it. Oh, my and then, gosh. And then Lily and Callum, both my kids, got it. Um, and it could have just been a flu. It could have yeah. just been a cold. Like, we don't know. But what was your downtime? Like, how? For me, it was three days. Lily, Callum, two. Lily had it, and then it went away. And then we went to Yosemite with a Boy Scout group. And she, we went hiking, and she was said she was feeling hot, and she didn't feel right, and she was kind of sluggish. And I was going, oh. okay. And so we got back to the campsite, and she went to bed. And she was in bed for, like, 12 hours or something with a fever but I didn't get anything from her she it was one day and then she was better and then we came back and I remember the kids school like in January and February there was so many kids out like half of their class was out sick so I do wonder if that was it we don't know but we haven't had done an antibody check but I would be curious if if we all had it Dan didn't have it but he could have been asymptomatic we don't know Mm. um so it's it's was crazy and I just like you remember the feel like I remember we we filmed with Jason and Karen and it was right before the lockdown like maybe a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. and Jason Font, Font yeah Actually, and we were yeah. all saying like this is kind of weird like we, we didn't quite know how we felt about it like yeah. it's kind of weird and and now I look back I'm like I wish I'd hugged them more because <laughs> we haven't seen right, each other you know right um so we didn't know, like, that's the part I think that I find the hardest is the human contact of not being able to hug and connect with people. And um, it's been a blessing that we have each other, that, you know, we see each other regularly. But I miss that 
that connection with people. You are actually the only friend that I've seen in yeah, person. That's crazy. The only. Yeah. Um, and you know, typically this month, like right now, I'd be preparing for game night or game night or yeah. a huge family game night. We have about 60 people here. Yes, it's so fun. Several families and we have games and trophies and all of that. But all of that went out the door with, with COVID, you know. Um but you as a mom, so my boys are 20 and 17, so yeah. they're very independent. My my oldest son, Nolan, as you know, is already out oh. of, um, <laughs> yeah, go on and yeah, fall down. is already out of school, works for our company, and, you know, it's senior year for Nyan. I hate that. I, I can't even imagine um, mm. being a senior, missing out on all of the fun stuff, the, the proms and the grad night. Yeah. Everything is gone. There was, so at the beginning of, like, well, not the beginning, but as the kids were graduating last year, I remember driving past our local high school and they had created like a um, a drive-through graduation for the kids. I was crying because the parents had like completely blinged up their cars and everyone was beeping as they drove past. It makes me teary even thinking about it because these poor kids had to be in their cars and and the teachers were like dressed up in the school colors and passing them their diplomas through the window. And I'm like, this is the last time they're going to get to experience high school. So how is he, is Nye handling that? Is he is he there? Is he or is he not quite there yet? He's just kind of taking one day at a time. You know, it's uh, interesting. I actually asked him last night again because you know mm-hmm. I check in with him all the time. But I, yeah. I said, how are you feeling about all of this with this being your senior year? And he was like, you know. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks, but what can I do? Yeah. You know, um, all of the same, you know, being the top, you know, you always look forward to your senior year because yes. you're finally the oldest in your high school. Right. Come on. You know, people are going to be looking up to you. Yeah. You know, girls are going to be looking at you because you're the senior and, <laughs> and you miss out on all yeah. of that. And, um, you know, his school is a private school, and they actually plan on returning in January, even with these cases being yeah, high, yeah. which I'm kind of dumbfounded. Um, mm. And just some of the things that I read of, you know, some of the non-mandates that they're making in the classroom, I was like, there's no way I'm sending my son back. Right. Um, but I understand as a private school, too, you, you know, you you can't operate without the funds. The funds, right. So then, then you're kind of torn there too because you want to support the school but then I need to take care of my son. Do they give you guys a discount uh, because you're working well, during this time? Do they give families a discount? Well, I, I switched Nyan into the academy. So it's actually, it's still affiliated. It's still called the school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say the school name, but it's still right. called the school, but it's a, it's a, it's a, like online homeschool program. Home program. Right. So I didn't need a discount or anything okay. like that. And I don't think they're giving discounts to those that are enrolled, that's, that's which is kind of, mm, yeah. yeah. Well, well, colleges are not either. I know. So, and I get, I feel torn about that because on the one hand, obviously they still need to function. They still have to pay their staff. Um, and the teachers are actually like, I have some friends that are teachers and it's so much work on them. This, this switch over, like, the the one my one friend who's a teacher in the in the elementary school district, she said they're literally working like they teach for the kids that are in the classroom, and then they have to do a lesson all over again for the virtual kids. So it's it's a lot of work for them. 
So on the one hand, I go, well, you know, yes, they're not in the classroom, but they're still working. They're still doing a lot of work. So it, it's kind of, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about you. Yes. Your kids are home. Yes, they and are. And I have watched, <laughs> I have watched the madness, the madness <laughs> transpire. I've, uh, I've seen deep breaths being taken. A lot of deep I've breaths. seen runs. <laughs> a lot of running. I gotta run. I gotta, I gotta get out of this house. I gotta run. Oh. So you're, you're in a completely different situation than you I You know, am. my son said to me the other day, because Nikia, has a two-story house for those of you that are listening and I have a one-story house and he says I I miss our two-story house and I'm like well why is that son and he goes you could, we could just get you could get, he meant he wanted to say get away from each other that's what and he stopped himself and he goes you just have space <laughs> I'm like yeah you know I hear you because when I had a two-story house it used to annoy me because I'd always leave things downstairs and upstairs and I was like constantly like ah oh, I gotta go back up but now it's not, I would be happy to run up and down some stairs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in these uh, times you would definitely yeah. be like, Oh, I have this. Way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. This is, this is how I feel. It's like having a family. I am so grateful to have my family because I, it, it fulfills my purpose. It, I love having them with me where I can, um, control their influences and things like that. A lot of things, there are a lot of good things about it. But I also feel like we're not meant to be with people 24-7. That's just not, <laughs> no matter how much you love them. <laughs> that, that, so, that kind of side eye. <laughs> you can't see my expression, but yeah, I, I just feel like for them, for me, for all of us, it's it's a lot of time under one roof. And there's no privacy. So it's very hard for them because there's something really important about kids being with each other and their peers and how they learn how to have discernment and compromise and, and trial and error and, um, and getting to express themselves away from the influence of their parents. It's a very important part yeah. of growing up yeah. and making mistakes and and they don't get to have that experience. And I don't want to be their best friend, their parent, their confidant. Like that's not my, supposed to be my role as their parent. So I think, and my kids are teenagers. So I've been going through puberty with a, my son in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's been an interesting journey. Any any particular situations oh. that have happened that you'd oh. like to share? Well, there's, there is so many. But... He, first of all, has grown about seven inches um, just this year. But he, um, he, you know, there's there's this video going around that I saw of, of a grown man, a comedian doing a take. He was like impersonating a, a middle school boy. Like <laughs> this, and it's so true. This is the constant, this is what he says every single day, several times. Yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, My husband's always like, how about yes? Do you know what that word means? Yes. <laughs> so it, that's been challenging because he's trying to become a man. He's trying to separate himself from the woman that's there 24-7. <laughs> he can't yeah. really separate himself from me. Um, so it's been it's been a challenge for me as a mom to like not to, to step back and not always take it personally because it's he's trying to stretch himself. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah. It's, what are some things that, um, you can say that you, you can share with the listeners, um, that have helped you cope with COVID? In the beginning, it's interesting because you were, I know you were saying in the beginning for you that um, you really enjoyed it. It was like a vacation because yeah. you were always it working. It was a coronation. It was a coronation. And she would be <laughs> like, oh, I went to bed at 4.30. Nick and I were up <laughs> eating waffles and ice cream and yes. watching movies. Oh. oh, she was having the time of her life. And I also had the time of my life with gain and weight. And I was <laughs> like, seriously, the we quarantine fish watch. We, yes, that's yeah. exactly what it was. We would bend watch all kinds of shows. so many shows on them. Yeah. You, you know, I had never watched Netflix as much as I, oh, I have now. I have discovered new shows. Yeah. I've discovered old shows. We were, we were having the time of our lives I know. because, you know, at conventions, we travel all the time and then we have a company. So my husband's working all the time. So we don't get to spend as much time as I would like. And so for Just me, it was like. You. Yes, you know it was it was really really great yeah great yeah and for me in the beginning I really took on this like I was very focused on others in the beginning so I would do my kids and I called it the Chelsea cheer squad so we would drive around and like I remember that I remember like just surprise friends and like bring them a smile and visit from the car and um and I was I was really working out a lot and and I was looking at as an opportunity like be with my kids and um and then it just went on and on and on some more <laughs> and my cheer kind of drifted <laughs> it just dragged on and on and on oh my gosh so I felt myself reaching for the Nutella a little bit more maybe those runs weren't happening every day Um, but uh, you know, one thing that I really, that really helped me was I had these gratitude questions and I really try to do this every day of thinking about, um, what am I grateful for? What am I, what, what am I letting go of today? That what normal am I letting go of? Cause it, that was a really hard thing for many people that I was hearing from my circle was I miss this and I miss that. And that normalcy of, of like the freedoms that you have of like, just going to the local Starbucks or, or, you know, and sitting with a friend or hugging people or, um, just, just the freedom was taken from you and you you felt people felt very trapped. And so there was a lot of longing for what was. Mm-hmm. So every day I would be like, what am I, what part of my normal life that was, am I able to let go of and just be in the present? And, um, and how am I getting outside today? How am I moving my body today? Um, what what am I, how am I connecting to God today? And I try to do those things every day, thinking of what's my highlight today? What's my low light? What do I want to accomplish? And, and it became like the accomplishments were not even big things necessarily. It might be, I'm going to clean one shelf, you know, and, and it just would give me a focus and having our show was was extremely helpful to me because it allowed me to tap into my connection to people. I felt like I was connecting and doing good in the world, but it also gave me a job, you know, a focus, something to really pour my creativity into. Um, so those those things really helped me. Working out, even when I don't want to, is is very important for my spirit because I I have a lot of I think natural energy in my body and I have to move my body to feel 
um, like get that out. Otherwise I get into like an anxious state. Yeah. Um, so I run, I, I do something every day just to move and I notice a big difference when I don't. Um, and like you with your Fitbit, like when you started moving every day, it cha- it completely changes your energy. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's easy to sink and to just kind of sink into your, your, um, to, to, to be depressed. It's very easy to be depressed right now. Um, because we feel so lost and, and we don't know when it's going to end. I think when you know something's going to end, you can deal with it better. Yeah. But we just, there's no end point. We just don't know. We hope that the vaccine will help. We hope that 2021 is going to be a better year, but we just don't know. So, you know, I, I, when this all happened and I still feel like, what is the big picture because the entire world was affected. It wasn't just the United States of America or just the UK, the entire world. And for me, I took it as a spiritual thing as Mm -hmm. well. What is God trying to say? Right. To us. Right. I mean, there's so many things that we can think about. So it's really, for me, what is he saying to me? What is he saying to me for my family, for me as Nikia? And for me, it was almost like you need to slow down. Totally. You need to yeah. slow down, pro, pro, um, prioritize, prioritize um, what's important and what's not. Like weed out those things that you don't need mm-hmm. uh, and focus on the things that I'm giving you. Um, and then just appreciate I've, I've, this whole time of coping with COVID. I've, I wake up, I, I find myself being so much more appreciative. Not that I wasn't appreciative before in the past, but I appreciate my family even more. I think I talk more to my, my parents than I had. Mm, like yes. we speak a couple of times a week. Mm. And before I was so busy that I, you know, might talk to them once every three weeks. Right. You know, so now it's like a mandate. My parents are like, okay, Kia, talk to you in three days, three oh. days. Don't go over three days. Oh. That's what they always do. And so just pressing the reset button and really mm. thinking about what God is saying to each of us as it, as individuals, because it's, it's, it is a restart button and you're home mm. all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yes. All the time. And, and figuring, you know, and then there's some that are not home They're you know, they're working like my husband, he's, he's working. Yeah. We were shut down for a period because the movie industry was shut down, but we're up and running and it's just like it was before, mm-hmm. which is an absolute blessing. But then I also see those that are hurting. So I'm like, how am I going to help them? So I'm trying to do the best that I can to help those that are, are getting less work. Um, but just really taking the time to really see and evaluate your own life and what needs to change, what needs to grow, what needs to, what can we build upon? Right. Yes. Setting even little small goals. I mean, I think it's such a blessing that we started our YouTube channel this year because we were able to really hone in yeah. and come give, up with give it the time. Yes. Give it the time that it needed. But mm. because we are traveling so much, I don't know that it would be as successful as it, as it has been, you know, yeah. of course we have, a, we, we're going to grow so much more with the, you know, God's blessings and everything, but just getting as far as we have, 
I don't know that we would have been able to do that if it right. wasn't. We probably would not have been able to do as much footage. I mean, we had to get very creative. And that's one thing I've loved seeing through this too is how creative people have been. Yes. Uh, like some of the stuff you see on social media or YouTube and videos and things like I loved um, John Krasinski's um, uh, Some Good News. Yeah. You know, like it was, it's been really fun to see what people have done with the time. Um, but I've also, I, I don't know if you've experienced this because you're a very motivated person, but I've had times where I'm going, I have so much time to do something. Why am I not doing it? Why am I so clouded? Like, it's very hard for me to think clearly and kind of get myself going on something. I don't feel inspired or, and I've had a lot of friends say that to me. They just feel very unmotivated. Um, and so it's like, you've got to dig a little deeper to, to get yourself moving and going. Um, and I, I think that's interesting because you, you don't, it's like that, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you know something's ending, I think it motivates you. I think I function as a person with having like, I pack last minute because I, I like the, to just get it done. And then it, if I have too much time on my hands, I procrastinate. Mm-hmm. So that's what this has really shown up in about me is that I need to have a definitive end to something. And as my friend, you've witnessed that with me a lot. I have to like give myself a, a date or it doesn't happen. And thinking about what, what are your, what are your priorities? It doesn't matter what Nikia or Karen or whoever else other friends are doing. What is it that's important to you today? And what are you going to do with that? I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, I I feel like it is so important when you're experiencing any form of depression or you find yourself sinking into this nothingness, because I think that a lot of people have experienced that, yes. is you have to find something because there was something in the past that gave you joy. Mm-hmm. And so even if for me, it's like sometimes I have to think, okay, if I find myself sinking into that, what makes me happy? What uh, setting one goal for that day or mm-hmm. thinking towards that one, that one thing for me, it's as little as, oh my gosh, my favorite show is coming on or, or I could watch the show and I get to sit down in my pajamas and I, it gives me something to look forward to. Yes. Or, um, oh, I'm going to, you know, zoom with a friend today. I haven't seen them in a while. Setting up a goal of yours that is going to give you joy for that day. To speak then, to your soul. Yes. Yes. It is so important because mm-hmm. you can seep into this nothingness mm-hmm. and then forget where you were before. But yeah. finding the little tiny goals, setting the little tiny goals to help you get through that day, one day at a time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that those gratitude questions help me think like that to get my mind in that mindset. Because when you have also, when you have a lot of time and your mind wanders and you can get lost in those thoughts of, you know, of what's not happening instead of the, the, the blessings that are happening. Um, so that's, that's a really, that's a really good piece of advice, Kia, is like, and it, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be, I'm going to take a bath today. Yeah. I'm going to put clothes on and dress nicely because I'm seeing my friend today. <laughs> I'm not going to be in leggings and sweats all day today. You know, right now it's Christmas time. This is normally a, a time of, it's a very busy time. You know, normally I'm planning parties for my children and I'm baking cookies for neighbors and I'm, 
I'm just, it just feels very chaotic usually at this time of year and you're shopping and, you know, wrapping gifts and da da. I have actually really enjoyed Christmas this year because I've, I've been, we still baked cookies and we watch Christmas movies, but it didn't feel so frantic and it feels very cozy. Like mm. it's just me and my kids and my husband and I feel very calm and I am really excited about that. Um, but instead of feeling like, oh, I'm missing all these things, I'm finding joy in the simplicity of it yeah. and what's really important. Um, so I think that that's a really good message for me to, because I'm, I'm not a homebody. I'm a person that likes to be busy and be out and about, but how can I find joy in the simplicity of, of what's happening right now? And we and still find ways to be social that are safe, mm-hmm. um, you know. So yeah, it's it's just I, I like we were saying earlier. I think you just have to dig a little bit deeper right now to find that that joy, find yeah. find that that happiness. Yeah, and yeah. I think in 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 closing that it's just it's important to set you know set set yourself up for success in. And choosing um, something that brings you joy every day. Yeah. You know, in and out of COVID, mm-hmm. in and out of COVID. And um, wow, this has been great. I've loved yes. it. Yeah. Oh, it's fun to, to chat it up. Yeah. To just chat up a storm. We're, yeah. We don't seem to have a problem. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, no. guys. Thank you for listening to Super Chat with Kat and Kia. Bye. See you next time.